We continue our off-season look at the LA Kings by discussing the Kings captain, Andre Kopitar. Where does he rank amongst the greatest Kings of all time? What will his next contract look like? We'll discuss that and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. We're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 years. We continue our look back and our look forward at the Los Angeles Kings by breaking down the past season and what's ahead for a key member of the team. And we start, appropriately enough, talking about the players with the man, who's one of the greatest L.A. Kings of all time, the captain, number 11, Andre Kopitar. Kobe just finished his 17th season in the NHL, all with the Los Angeles Kings. He played in all 88 games for the Kings this past season, 82 in the regular season, and six in the playoffs. He had 28 goals with 46 assists for 74 points. He led the Kings in scoring for a 14th time. He's 35 years old, and he averaged over 20 minutes per night. Let us hear in a sense, what Andre Kopitar had to say about this past season and his future by looking at the exit interview from last week with the Kings captain. This, of course, after the Kings were just eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs in the first round in six games by the Edmonton Oilers. We won't actually be playing the audio of Andre Kopitar. If you want to hear that, you can go to YouTube, search Andre Kopitar exit interview, and it'll pop right up. It's on the LA Kings YouTube channel. I'll be paraphrasing the question and Kopitar's answer and then giving my two cents as well. So uh, the exit interview with Andre Kopitar started out by being asked about losing for the second straight year to the Oilers in the first round of the playoffs and what was the feeling of the team and the response was what you would expect. Kopi said it was frustrating, but when we look back, we'll see we made some good progress. We are making the right steps and growing and looking forward to what we need to improve on. All pretty standard stuff. All stuff you would expect to, the team to, team captain to say. But I think Andre Kopitar has always been a pretty honest, straight shooter, pretty straightforward with what he says. And I think most of the time uh, you can believe what he says. Um, he was asked if he felt that this team was in a championship window. Uh, he said that he thought the window was approaching. He said they're taking strides in the right direction. He said the group is getting tight. And this quote I really liked. He said, I've seen that before. Um, obviously, Andre Kopitar has been a member of two Stanley Cup winning teams. And uh, he talking about something we don't really talk about too much. And that's the the growth of the group together as a unit. Uh, you hear like Jim Fox talk about it a lot. You hear Todd McClellan mention it a lot. Uh, on the ice, five-man unit as a team, those types of things. There's intangibles that we're not you know, exposed to necessarily because of what the team and teammates do off the ice together, um, what they do behind the scenes in the locker room, practice, all that kind of stuff, the bus trips, 
Um, I did like that comment from Andre Kopitar, and I certainly hope that he's being sincere about it. I don't have any reason to doubt that he is. But uh, again, championship win over the Kings. He says he believes it's approaching and that he's seen this before as far as a group that knows what it takes to get the job done and win a Stanley Cup. So I, I like that comment as a Kings fan from Andre Kopitar. Uh, he was asked about the biggest growth from the team from last year to this year. Uh, he talked about winning games when maybe they weren't at their best. Um, I talked about that during the season. Good teams find a way to win games when they don't play their best. Uh, he felt that they did that a lot this year. Uh, he also talked about um, you know, needing to transfer that type of attitude into the postseason, having a winning attitude and, and carrying it forward from the regular season into the postseason. He was asked if there was anything missing from the group that he would like to see added. Um, he had praise for Kings general manager Rob Blake, um, praised what he did at the trade deadline, bringing in Vladislav Gabrikov and Jonas Korbosalo. And he said, we've got to keep building. Now, he didn't say we have to keep adding. He said we have to keep building. And I think Andrzej Kopitar is smart enough, and he's been around the block to know what the situation is for the LA Kings with the salary cap. Um, they're probably not going to be able to add. We've talked about it before. The one situation that we can't predict and don't know if it's going to happen, could there be a significant trade for the LA Kings at some point during the season? Um, because it's not likely that with their salary cap situation, they're going to go out and be able to add players as they have done in the past, adding through free agency uh, or trade. We saw Kevin Fiala was a trade. Um, Victor Arvidsson, uh, Philip Deneau, guys they brought in via trade and via free agency. We'll see if that happens this year. But he said, again, building, uh, that also includes building players that are already on the roster. And he's going to be asked about that later on as far as his role in helping to build and develop some of the younger players on the team. Uh, Kopitar was asked if this um, last year was the, if this was the last year of the first round exits for this team. Uh, he said that last year they were kind of happy to make it in, that this year they expected to be in, but certainly not happy with the first round exit. He said guys were pissed off, and that's a good thing. And, and again, we've talked about that before. Um, Rob Blake in his exit interview talked about meeting with the players briefly after the season had ended and the attitude in the room as a, as compared to what it was the year before. Uh, there was a feeling that maybe they were kind of happy just to get in, not happy, obviously. Losing in seven games, that's tough, regardless of the circumstances, but that the expectations were higher this year. And there was a feeling of, we didn't get the job done. We didn't do as well as we needed to do. There was a feeling of disappointment and anger and as Kobe said, that is a good thing. Hopefully that can motivate them going forward. Uh, he was asked about this season for a couple of his line mates, uh, Adrian Kempe and Quentin Byfield. And he said, uh, Juice took another step forward, talking about Adrian Kempe, said that he has become a complete player, that he is so much more than just a goal scorer and he can play in all situations. And he's absolutely right about that. And for you everydayers, uh, we are going to talk on Thursday's show specifically about Adrian Kempe and the season that he had. But Andre Kopitar is right. Adrian Kempe is not just a scorer. He's a guy who can play in all situations. He is a He's rounded into a very solid defensive player. He's a guy who could kill penalties uh, if called upon. Um, and yeah, he's right. It's not just the sniper. Adrian Kempe isn't a guy who just floats around the perimeter and looks for a shot. He's a guy that's not afraid to go to the net. 
Uh, and again, he has become a complete player. I think I think Kofi's absolutely right about that. He talked about Quentin Byfield and said that Q got a taste of the top line and everything that comes with playing against top players. He said that Byfield made tremendous steps this year, um, that he makes plays that helps score goals, um, that he has helped he helped the Kings win this year. He said it was great to see him grow and that he's on a path to success. So Andre Kopitar feeling um, like a lot of people have that it was a positive step forward for Quentin Byfield talked about the minutes that he had and how that was a positive going forward. And we all know that hopefully as this growth continues, the numbers will come as well. But uh, Andre Kopitar saying that he felt Adrian Kempe uh, has turned into an all around great player and that Quentin Byfield is making strides. Uh, we're going to get more into Andre Kopitar, what he had to say. And the big question was, in my opinion, about his next contract and his future with the LA Kings. Uh, and we're going to get into that in just a second. But first, I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on LA Kings, your team every day, is brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stats for your business team? Well, if you're building your business talent roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Indeed does the hard hiring work for you. Sponsor a job, and we'll match you with quality candidates whose resumes fit Indeed on your job description uh, with the right post. With Indeed, you can start hiring fast with over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire their great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? Then you need Indeed. We continue with our look at Andre Kopitar, his season this past year and what lies ahead for the Kings captain. And I thought one of the bigger questions that was asked for Andre Kopitar was um, about his season individually, uh, and he called it decent. Uh, he said better than last year, but he says it doesn't matter if you don't win. Uh, Andre Kopitar, very modest guy. Um, and I'm not saying he's being disingenuous there. But certainly this past year for Andre Kopitar was better than decent. He is a rock for the team. I mentioned it before. He played in every game for the LA Kings this season. 88 games, 82 in the regular season, six in the playoffs. The, the numbers, 28 goals, 46 assists for 74 points, leading the Kings in scoring for the 14th time in his 17 seasons in Los Angeles. Now he's 35 years old and averaged over 20 minutes per night. Like I said, the guy is an anchor. He is a rock. He is so dependable, so reliable, um, and, and also great in the face-off circle, something you need to be as a top-line center. He was 20th in the NHL in face-off win percentage at 55.9, uh, one of the best uh, percentages among top-line centers. Only two other players took more face-offs in the NHL this past season. That was Patrice Bergeron in Boston and Bo Horvat of the Canucks and Islanders. Uh, Andre Kopitar is still very productive, still an extremely important player for the LA Kings. Now, Todd McClellan was talked about the minutes going forward for Kopitar and Dowdy. And uh, if you missed that show yesterday, uh, go back and check it out. But he, I, I talked about how uh, Todd McClellan said that it's something they look at with guys like Andre Kopitar and Drew Dowdy because of the age and the number of minutes that they play and the important minutes that they play. 
Um, but that in the end, they're still productive players. They still want the ice time and they still, their play dictates that they're deserving of the ice time, but they will keep an eye on things, maybe in certain situations where they can cut back a few minutes here and there uh, to try and, and, and do that. But again, Andre Kopitar, uh, certainly closer to the finish line than the start line in his career, but still a very, very important player and a very, very productive player for the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Kopi was asked about a contract extension, uh, and this was probably the biggest question that uh, he was asked, and he answered, and Kopi said, for sure, it's no secret that I want to be a one-franchise player. We'll see how it goes. Andre Kopitar is coming into the final year of an eight-year, $80 million extension he signed with the Kings back in 2016. Uh, he will earn a base salary of $7 million, million, a cap hit of $10 million. Now, at the time of the deal, if you look kind of at his contemporaries, he was right there uh, in the range with guys like Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, uh, then of the Chicago Blackhawks. They both signed matching eight-year, $10.5 million deals in 2014, and that contract with Kobe put him in the status of those guys, also very productive players, key pieces to their organizations, and multiple Stanley Cup winners like Andre Kobitar. Now, Jonathan Taves just played his final season with the Blackhawks. He's now in the process of deciding if he's going to retire or play another year. He's had health issues. Patrick Kane was just traded away by the Blackhawks to the New York Rangers at the trade deadline. He's an unrestricted free agent this offseason. So as far as some of Kobe's contemporaries, uh, you know, they're certainly winding down their careers as well. Um, and, and you wonder for Kopitar, uh, the big question is, what is he looking for and what are the Kings willing to give him? GM Rob Blake has basically said, without saying it, that they're looking to give Kopitar pretty much whatever he wants. But what is he going to want? Um, looking at another contemporary of Andre Kopitar, Patrice Bergeron may have played his last season for the Boston Bruins, had another productive year, a Selkie Trophy finalist. He's 37 years old. He made $6.8 million for this past season. So again, what do you, there's a balance there for Andre Kopitar. He's still a productive player. He's still an important player. But for how long? What kind of term are the Kings willing to offer him? Do they want to give him obviously a multi-year deal, but how many years? Three years? Five years? What is Kopi willing to accept? And also, he understands that the Kings are in a situation where every dollar is counting, especially when you're trying to build a championship team. Is he willing to give the Kings some sort of a hometown discount? He's made his money. He's won his championships. He's looking to go out uh, as an LA King and hopefully to be in contention for some more championships before he calls it a career. So what is he willing to take? It's, it's going to be a great question going forward. I would expect to see, Andre Kopitar signing some kind of multi-year extension at some point during the season this past year that will kick in, obviously, next season. But it's going to be very interesting to see what he's looking for and what the Kings are willing to offer because the Kings want to reward a player who is still productive and is still incredibly important, but they also want to keep in mind that he's towards the end of his career. You don't want to be paying someone uh, for multiple, multiple years down the line when I mean, it doesn't, his, he's not declining. Uh, his career average uh, for points per season is 67. He had 70 this year. So he's, he's still right in line with what he's done throughout his career. So, but at one point, you know, do you, can you predict, predict, predict and project uh, where that's going to maybe start to tail off? Uh, and that's probably going to happen in the next few years, you would think. But 
you know, players are also uh, in taking better care of themselves, nutrition, all the sports medicine that we have. So players are able to play longer into their careers. I wouldn't be stunned to see Andre Kopitar playing at 40 years old or so. It's not out of the question. He seems to still, still have a, 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 a love for the game. Doesn't seem like he's slowing down. So again, that, that's a huge question going forward for the LA Kings as far as Andre Kopitar's contract. What's it going to be? How many years? What's he willing to take? Is he willing to take maybe a little bit less so that the Kings can add a little bit more? All big questions going ahead for Andre Kopitar, but he's still deserving of uh, of a of a big contract. Um, big as far as you know the number that he's going to get because of the numbers that he puts up. But again, how long is that contract going to be? Um, Andre Kopitar was asked in the exit interview about being a mentor to Quentin Byfield and continuing that over the summer. And Kopi said that uh, we need him to grow and that he wants it and that he's going to get there um, and that he did indicate that he would continue to talk to Quentin Byfield and try and be that guy. And, and look, when when Quentin Byfield was drafted, number two overall, um, I've talked about it before. I think the King's ultimate hope is that Quentin Byfield one day takes the torch from Andre Kopitar and becomes the Kings top line center for years and years to come. And I think they feel that way about Brant Clark as well, eventually taking over as that top pairing defenseman, that rock on the blue line for Drew Doughty eventually. Now, if that comes to happen, it remains to be seen, but that's the hope. And, and there was the talk of Andre Kopitar being kind of a bigger guy, taking Quentin Byfield under his wing and helping to lead him into that situation. So, Next year is going to be Andre Kopitar's eighth season as Kings captain, taking over for Dustin Brown, and he is mostly a lead by example kind of guy. You know, we were not in the we're not in the room with Kopitar to know what he says, but from all accounts, I mean, he's a relatively soft spoken guy. I think he does lead by example more than by his words. I don't look at Andre Kopitar think he's a rah rah type of guy. I think Drew Doughty certainly is more of that type of a player, and maybe. Kopi defers to uh, to Drew maybe in the room for some words. But I think Andre Kopitar is one of those guys that when he does speak, everyone listens and everyone has his attention because he probably doesn't do it that often. So when he does pick those moments to say something to the team or take a player aside and talk to him, I think it does hold a lot of weight. Um, I do think there are different types of captains and the type of captain Andre Kopitar is, I think, can be very effective as well. Um, and the final question for Andre Kopitar, he was asked about the goaltending this past year. He had praise for Phoenix Copley and what he did this season. He also said he didn't think that the team supported Jonas Corposalo enough in the postseason. We're going to get into where Andre Kopitar fits as far as LA Kings history. Uh, we'll do that in a moment, but I want to let you know that the NHL playoffs are continuing. The Florida Panthers are on the verge of sweeping the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Seattle Kraken, continue to surprise and if you want to keep up to date on all the stanley cup playoff action check out locked on nhl available wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube that's locked on nhl for all of your stanley cup playoff news and analysis so we want to get into andre kopitar and his place in la king's history uh he again has played 17 seasons all for the los angeles kings in his career he's got 393 goals 748 assists uh, for 1,200, or I should say in 1,292 games. He is a plus 83 in his career uh, as far as plus minus. He's won two Selkie trophies as the NHL's top defensive forward. He's won the Lady Bing trophy for uh, be basically being a great player who 
uh, doesn't take a lot of penalties uh, this year. Uh, we talked about him leading the Kings in scoring, and he took four penalty minutes, and he's a finalist once again for that Lady Bing Trophy. And, of course, a winner of two Stanley Cups. Now, there's no question Andre Kopitar, the team's first-round pick in 2005 from Slovenia, is one of the greatest LA Kings ever. Now, I did a show uh, this past season in anticipation of Dustin Brown's jersey retirement and talked about who the greatest LA Kings were all time. I said to me that Dustin Brown was the greatest king of all time at that time. Of course, uh, former captain, two-time Stanley Cup winner, holding numerous records for the franchise in LA Kings history. But I also said, if you watch that show, that when it was all said and done, I thought Andre Kopitar would overtake Dustin Brown as the greatest king in history for me. I know there's varying opinions on that. I know some people would want to include Jonathan Quick in that conversation. Absolutely. I know people want to include Marcel Dion, who unfortunately was before my time, but certainly the first great king in franchise history. And of course, for his impact on the game and what he did for the franchise, Wayne Gretzky is in that conversation as well. But for me, the greatest LA King should be a player who plays his entire career with the LA Kings. Now, we don't know for certain that that will happen with Andre Kopitar, but I anticipate that that is going to be the case. For Andre Kopitar this season, he's approaching a lot of big numbers in franchise history. Uh, he is going to pass Dustin Brown this season for most games played in LA Kings history. He's five away. Uh, Andre Kopitar, as I mentioned, has played 1,292 career games in an LA Kings sweater. The record held by Dustin Brown is 1,296. So barring something really disastrous, Andre Kopitar early in the season will become the Kings all-time leader in games played. He is 10 assists away from becoming the team's all-time leader in assists. He has 748. The record is held by Marcel Dion with 757. So early in the season, Andre Kopitar is going to become the all-time assist leader in Kings history. He's only 14 points away from moving into second place on the Kings all-time points list. Luke Robitaille holds the record with 1,154 points. Kopi is at 1,141. Uh, Marcel Dion is the all-time leading scorer. I, I should say, as far as points go, Kopitar is 14 away from moving into second place. I want to make sure I said that right. He's, he's 14 away from moving into second, not moving into first place. Marcel Dion is the Kings all-time leader in points uh, with 1,307. So if Kopitar's career average, which is 67, continues forward, which I think is reasonable to ask. Um, if he comes into this season and he gets at least 67 points, he would be 99 points away after this season from becoming the Kings' all-time leading scorer. That is obviously reachable if he remains an LA King beyond this season. Um, but again, Andre Kopitar on a path to hold some pretty big st statistics when it comes to Los Angeles Kings franchise history. He's going to be the all-time leader in games played. He's going to be the all-time assist leader. Uh, when it's all said and done, he should be the all-time points leader as well. Those are obviously big, big numbers for a player and where they sit in franchise history. So like I said, if he continues beyond this season with the Kings, uh, he's going to have those big numbers. He's a two-time Stanley Cup winner, has been a great ambassador for the LA Kings, uh, has, has never done anything but represent the Kings with class on and off the ice. Uh, I think he should be considered one of the greatest uh, athletes in L.A. sports history when it's all said and done. 
Um, he is a Hockey Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest players of his era. And his number 11 is going to be in the rafters at Crypto.com Arena at some point. Um, and if there's any more room for statues outside of the arena, he'll probably get that as well. Andre Kopitar, again, one of the all-time greats for the LA Kings. One of my favorite Kings of all time as well. And, uh, and deserving of all the attention and the praise he's going to get this upcoming season and passing some of those big numbers for the Los Angeles Kings. Before we close it out, we do have some Kings news to pass along. By the way, I'd love to get your opinions on that for our feedback show coming up on Friday. Um, where does Andre Kopitar rank amongst the greatest Kings of all time? Uh, there were a couple of notes uh, for the LA Kings I wanted to pass along. Shout out to Russell Morgan from Hockey Royalty for tweeting out this story. According to German media outlet Essa Hockey News, uh, Ontario Arena head coach Marco Sturm is on the verge of signing a multi-year extension to continue as coach of the LA Kings AHL affiliate. Uh, Sturm, in his first season with the Reign, uh, guided the team to a record of 34-32-5-1. Uh, he was named head coach of the Reign after a couple of years as an assistant coach with the Kings. Uh, and so apparently, according to Marco Sturm, they are looking to sign him to an extension uh, coming up here in the near future. His contract apparently uh, ends on July the 1st. Uh, also, uh, shout out to Russell Morgan for tweeting out a video clip of Cal Peterson in action in a tune-up game before the World Championships, played an exhibition against Germany. Uh, unfortunately, it looked like uh, the video clip that he, he uh, showed, maybe showed Cal letting in a bit of a soft goal. Um, but uh, Cal and Team USA did get a win 6-3 over Germany in a tune-up for the World Championships, which are coming up at the end of the week. And we'll talk about Cal Peterson coming up on uh, Wednesday's episode with Jared Shaffron from the Ontario Reign. Uh, also, uh, for the World Championships, uh, again, reported uh, by um, different news outlets uh, that uh, Martin Kromiak, LA Kings prospect, is going to represent Team Slovakia in the upcoming World Championships, which start on Friday. Fifth-round pick of the Kings in 2020. Uh, had some big-time seasons in junior hockey. Uh, this first season with the Ontario Reign was a bit up and down for him, but again, we'll talk about that on Wednesday's show. He had some illness and injury issues, but is back playing in the World Championships where he had to miss last season because I believe it was an appendicitis caused him to miss last year's World Championships. Uh, no word yet on a couple of the other Kings. Uh, I know that there's been some talk about maybe Rasmus Kupari joining Finland's roster, but I did not see him on the roster for Team Finland. I'm not sure if maybe he declined or wasn't selected, but it doesn't look like Rasmus Kupari is going to play for Finland in the World Championships. Same for Jarrett Anderson-Dolan. There was some talk that he might make the Team Canada roster. Um, I thought that that was doubtful, but it turns out he did not uh, get named to that roster. And I have not seen a Swedish roster yet for the World Championships. I don't know if Carl Grundstrom will be uh, joining at some point or not. Uh, so for you everydayers, those of you that listen uh, and watch every day to Locked on LA Kings, mentioned it again, uh, Wednesday show, we're going to have that special interview with Jared Chaffron, uh, manager for communications and content with the Ontario Reign. Going to ask him about Martin Kromiak, going to certainly ask him about Cal Peterson. We'll ask him about Marco Sturm in his first season guiding the team. Coming up on Thursday show, we're going to continue our uh, evaluations and our reviews of LA Kings players, and we'll talk about Kings leading goal scorer, this season, Adrian Kempe. And then Friday again, of course, is our fan feedback show. Highly encourage you to get in your questions now. Let's keep the fan feedback shows going strong in the offseason. You can send an email to lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddie at gmail.com. Again, uh, Kings fan feedback Friday. Uh, love to get those emails in as soon as possible. And you can also always leave comments if you're watching on YouTube in the comments section 
Below, we also love for you to stay interactive with the show by following us on Twitter. We are at Locked on LA Kings and on Instagram at Locked on LA Kings as well. That's going to do it for today's show. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you as always for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.